Um, yeah. Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to this uh, latest episode. Today, we'll just do a brief breakdown of the latest Facebook Metaverse event and also provide some of, of our own views and reaction to the event. So today we have my uh, friend Ed as a guest here. So Ed, would you like to just do a brief um, self-introduction here? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Roger, for having me on. Um, I'm an indie game dev. I build video games to teach kids quantitative skills. Um, so versed in digital worlds and have been following the metaverse for a little bit. And, you know, the introduction of Facebook completely changing their entire public positioning to be in the metaverse, even by the name meta. Um, it's an exciting thing to follow um, just because I think the significance is not that the metaverse finally exists for the first time, but rather that it's now in the mainstream. Um, so it's, it's a very exciting time. Uh, things are very early and yeah sounds good thank you um so uh let's just start start with the i guess the list of announcements they did so um i only briefly watched uh, i think a 10 minute video by uh cnet it's like a quick walkthrough so i'm pretty sure i don't get all the details but maybe i can just um sort some questions and points to you at uh, since i know you watch the whole live stream so maybe you can give us a little bit more details and think after each uh, like point we can have a very brief discussion and if the audience has any uh, questions feel free just to jump in at any um, segment break um, this is a pretty free um, format so no worries at all to like you know uh, join the discussion at any point so First, I uh, think why don't we just talk about the name change of the company? Um, so based on my understanding, uh, they are kind of doing a similar thing as uh, what Google did five years ago, right? They just renamed their, um, or they created a mother company called uh, Metas, and they're still keeping their their most mainstream product as uh, Facebook, similarly to know what Google did to name their uh, parent company Alphabet while well, still keeping the Google name. Is that the case here? Yep. Right, great. Uh, and Ed, this is just a question. So what are some of the highlights you think are from this um, event? Yeah, so the first thing to note is that Mark Zuckerberg was front and center. In a normal announcement, you might expect that the keynote speaker might be last, you know, saving the best details for last. But no, this immediately started off the bat with Mark Zuckerberg in what was a virtual environment. So basically there was a green screen behind Mark Zuckerberg the entire time and somebody in Blender or in Unity probably built some kind of cool virtual world to show the audience right off the bat that like, hey, this is some future stuff. And Mark basically went on to talk about how Facebook is a company fundamentally about connecting people and that they don't want to be a social media company. 
Um, he said, we hope in the future people remember Facebook as a metaverse company. And the name change was the very last thing in the conference. It was this like, there was music the whole time. It was very like fun and animated. But by the end, there was this like completely silent, probably a couple minutes. And it was just Mark Zuckerberg walking around like a real office. And like, you knew something important was going to come out. That's when he announced the name change. And that was at the end. So basically the holding company, just like Alphabet now owns Google, there's Meta holding Facebook and, and a bunch of other stuff. And throughout the, the conference, some of the highlights are they're just basically integrating Facebook Messenger and Facebook. They're taking their existing products and showing how they could be integrated. But yeah, um, nothing, I would say, cutting edge. But for the mainstream, this is a very, very shiny, very high. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, thank you for the um, brief overview here. So uh, I guess we can just start throwing some uh, random questions. I read on Twitter, and um, I don't even know if we have the answers here, but it might be worthwhile just to briefly discuss those. So first, I think I read somewhere it says, now you don't need a Facebook, or in the near future, you don't need a Facebook account to log into the metaverse anymore is that the case did he mention that in the speech so in a surprising turn of events i'm gonna go on the record and say we saw a little bit of cool mark zuckerberg come out um here was a guy who was actually making fun of himself like he was like talking about in vr sbf 500 was an option um kind of kind of kind of memeing on himself and part of that was actually a call for decentralization in a sense that Mark Zuckerberg said, yeah, in the future, you will not need an Oculus or a Facebook account to sign into Oculus, which is like one of the biggest gripes from gamers. It's like, come on, I don't want a Facebook account if I just want to play lightsaber or beat saber. Um, so that was cool. I think we saw that. I think we saw a definite sense in Mark that the future of the metaverse is decentralized. And the position I got from that, Roger, was that Facebook or now Meta wants to build the ecosystem to allow game devs and developers to build their own original content. Um, so that's. Yeah, that's great. Uh, speaking of the platform, um, would you mind maybe provide a little bit more context on that? I think I saw on the video clips that you mentioned they are building like a new platform with more like updated um, SDKs for developers to develop apps and games that better utilize like the FedEx or some of the VR, AR technology, right? Um, do you have any examples to share here, maybe? Yeah, yeah, no, that's that was kind of an, an important point. I think Mark has a lot of really talented people around him and the science is getting pretty good. So they announced the hand tracking SDK um, software development kit, as well as a voice tracking software development kit that it wasn't announced by Mark, but it was announced by Boz. Um, the name Boz is going to be something that just is going to keep coming up in the news in the next couple of years. And he basically is the CTO of Meta. Um, he's the incoming CTO. So he's the one leading the real AR, VR, and AI push. He's had a career around this. And he was introducing that Facebook already has hand recognition and voice recognition 
on the Oculus platform. Um, this is huge news for anyone in the VR space. I mean, now you're having not only those clunky controllers that you would hold in your hands with those discs, um, now that they have cameras on the outside of the VR devices that they're building that can track your hands, as well as have microphones that can track what you're saying, you can basically talk to your um, virtual reality pet and say like, come here. Um, that was the example that Mark gave. There was like this VR dog. And that's, that's big. I think that they have so much money that they can invest in hardware, which is something unique that a lot of startups can't afford to do. Um, so the R&D that these guys can put into the technology, the hardware that they create is, um, I don't know, Roger, if you have any thoughts, but definitely seems like a Yeah, thanks for sharing. Yeah, I think I read on your tweets and some other people's tweets. Um, looks like they are pledging like or announcing a $150 million investment for um, creators in the VR making. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely great news. Like the usually, you know, especially for this um, content creation, you just need to spend money to um gain content on your platform so i think it's definitely a good thing um yeah speak of money i think it'll be a good segue to maybe talk a little bit about um nft i know uh nft um isn't really a new thing anymore it's just been there for i would say probably almost a year but i think this is the first time we hear from facebook saying they are trying to also incorporate um nft into their ecosystem right yeah um straight up on the screen they had in words nfts and virtual merch i'm mean, here's facebook basically saying that they're kind of building an ecosystem for content creators to create nfts so basically mint some non-fungible token which is like a virtual hat for example um, like, you know, Michael, if you were to have this really cool firefighter hat that was purple, um, that was one of a kind. Facebook was saying that you can use that in Fortnite. You can use that on Horizons work. You can use that in Horizons home. It's kind of belonging to you and the zeros and ones of the blockchain can verify that it's yours. Um, and Facebook kind of said that, hey, we have this great ad network. Um, and you can use Facebook ads to promote your own NFTs, which is pretty genius, I think, because Facebook it cannot become a Web3 content creator overnight, but they have advertising resources and a lot of people who want to mint new NFTs, whether for music or whether for digital art, um, could, yeah, could use Facebook's platform, especially because. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely very looking forward to how NFT will become a central and integral part of the Facebook um, universe. Um, I guess we can just go back to the original a little bit. So just clarify some things. So uh, Facebook is now rebranding their um, VR or AR universe as um, Horizon, right? And they are releasing several products, Horizon Home, Horizon Work, and Horizon Words. Is that the case here? 
yeah, Horizon Home, Horizon Workrooms, and Horizon Worlds. I mean, we're seeing basically the internet in its early days. And, you know, with the most resourced company pretty much in the world, you still have these janky, like, Unity-created standalone games that are multiplayer. And the functionality is like, okay, you can edit your desk. You can, like, talk to your friends. Like, that has existed in, in the video gaming space for a long time. But basically, they have three disparate products that inevitably they're going to merge together in sort of a metaverse. But they're, yeah, the three products are, like, one is, like, your house. You can hang out with your friends. Second is your workroom. And then the third one is, like, you can interact with other people. But, yeah, that was just them saying, like, we want to merge. Yep, sounds good. Um, yeah, definitely be interesting to see how the metaverse just starts to look more and more like a real world but with you no know, added functionality. Um, I think now would be a good time to switch gear a little bit. Uh, maybe we can talk about some of the hardware they uh, released or announced uh, today. So looks like they have uh, an updated or pro version of Quest coming next year, and they also have some um, AR glasses and smartwatch smartwatch coming um, in the future, right? Yeah, and and for the audience, um, <laughs> Rogers, the the PhD in mechanical engineering here, I have no idea how hardware works, but from what I heard um, today, they're working on something called Project Cambria which is a new high-end virtual reality headset. Um, with the Oculus Quests, they've been making them more affordable, and I would compare that to the Model 3. Um, you know, you want to get that mainstream. And then to compete with Apple, because Apple is currently producing a virtual reality headset, Facebook is putting out Project Cambria, which is their high-end version of the Oculus. And the crazy hardware technology about this is that there's a lot of eye tracking and entire face tracking. So your avatar is going to reflect the facial expressions that you have. So like you're smiling, you can completely see that your virtual character is smiling. It's like what they said about their future is they showed a couple of renderings and they're like accuracy will get to the point of like down to the individual pore in your skin and your single strand of hair. Like, Facebook is completely trying to make not cartoony, not low poly, very realistic virtual projections of yourself, a simulation. And their Project Cambria is not only facial expression recording, but pass-through. Um, what pass-through is, is basically there's like cameras on the outside of the virtual reality headset, such that you can put on your headset and you could see a completely virtual display, play a VR game, or you can select pass-through mode, which is kind of like looking through sunglasses through the external cameras. And that's where they want to introduce virtual workspaces, like you're coding in VR, but you see your real desk and your real environment. Um, so that's what Facebook's working on right now. With Project Cambria, it's going to be their their high end virtual reality headset. 
Yeah, sounds great. Um, and do we have any inf information on the classes and the smartwatch, or are they just something they teased a little bit in the this event? Yeah, there was like a two second rendering full of like shadows. They're still testing the hardware, but they said like, we're working on this. This is not going to come. Okay, great. Yeah, that's uh, good to know. Um, yeah, so I guess we've talked a lot about VR, so we, maybe you can just briefly talk, also talk about AR here. So I saw that they're also trying to do some um, geo-based augmented reality experiences, right, where you point your camera at something and some um, information or graphic information will just pop up. Yeah, and this technology is not new. It's just on Facebook Messenger. Um, basically, what even Apple's AR kit SDK can allow you to do is like, based on your geographic coordinates, you can find new like virtual goodies in those areas. So, like, if you're in New York City and you scan some things, you're gonna get a 3D pizza that you can now throw around in Messenger. Um, so they're just kind of adding these technologies that have existed into their ecosystem with the geo-based experiences. But with regards to AR, um, there are some other like real developments that, that I think Facebook has been up to. Um, specifically with their on Facebook Messenger, they're creating like really intuitive tools. Basically imagine like creating a TikTok today. Like, it's not that hard to make a TikTok, to add some effects, to add some text, whatever. They're trying to make it that easy to create, like, augmented reality experiences with your phone. And they have the ecosystem on Messenger to kind of put. Yep, sounds great. Uh, it seems like Facebook has a already very, you know, solid social network and messaging infrastructure. Yeah, I think just... Uh, building the network would not be a hard part for them at all. It's more like just how you, you know, get the VR and AR part onto that uh, infrastructure as well. So, yeah, I think that pretty much uh, covers most of this um, event, um, at least from my end. So I guess I would just ask one last question and we can open the um questions to to the audience if they want to ask anything uh, i guess one last question is more like a I guess a, um asking for advice so ed uh if someone wants to go into this uh metaverse um movement right now um what are some of the suggestions or recommendation recommendations you will give them for example like should they learn certain skills or read certain, you know, books or articles, just maybe sort of some random uh, recommendations here. I think step one is dive head first. Um, go to Decentraland, make a quick Google search for what Decentraland is. And that's, that's the alpha version of the metaverse. You, you're going to be prompted to download what's called MetaMask, create a crypto wallet, build your your, your metaverse identity and then walk around a virtual world that's already populated with things, with NFTs displayed in museums that are digital. 
Um, and I'd say Decentraland is step one. See for yourself. Uh, 